Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm standing in front of Reality Pilates Reformer, located on Main Street in Royersford Borough. Inside, I'll be meeting with four different people, including Diana Ellis and her husband, Ken, to discuss the 10-year history of this Pilates studio. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Ken Shepard, he's my husband, my right-hand person. (laughs) (laughs) And Susan is a licensed massage therapist. She's, how long have you been here? Two, three years? Time flies. I Time flies, yes. <laughs> and she's um, worked in energy work for a long time. She worked for a chiropractor for 14 years. And she's constantly taking classes. And Nancy has been with us for... Six months. Six months. And she's a member here who's also a massage therapist. And um, she, like a lot of the members here, came um, because they want to feel better and physical issues. And so that there are more people who are teachers who can't be here right now. And I think the members are just as important as the teachers. Um, because every member who comes through the door teaches me something. Every every single one. Yeah. So they're a teacher, um, and I forget what your second question. Uh, was. I was saying, why don't uh, you can uh, tell us a little bit about your your personal story of where you grew up and my personal story, <laughs> and and also how you got involved with Pilates and then decided to go from someone who uh, practiced to someone who had their own studio. Um, I was born in West Virginia. And we, uh, in high school, there was no work for the coal mines. We moved to Pottstown. And uh, I went to school and came out to be an elementary school teacher, taught in North Philadelphia, um, way back in the dark ages. (laughs) Did you commute from Pottstown or you moved to that area? Moved, married and moved to um, uh, Chestnut Hill, Willow Grove, and then taught and and helped with the development of a class for the mentally gifted in Philadelphia. It's back in the seventies. So it was one of the a pilot program. I love teaching. Yeah. And that's part of why I like being here. Hmm. Um then after that, um I was interested in yoga at that time. And it was really a new thing, yoga in the sixties and seventies. So I loved what it did for both mind and body, but I've always been a plus-size woman. Mm -hmm. And classes are not very forgiving (laughs) of plus-size people, really. So um, after teaching, then I, uh, my mom got sick. We moved back to Potts, I moved back to uh, Schwanksville, really. And that's where I live now. And I helped my mom through some issues, and I uh, worked as a waitress because I needed to help my mom. The hours needed to be flexible. 
put a lot of uh, pain in the body. And then I discovered Pilates back in the early days. Mm, I guess mid-80s. Back oh, okay. then, there were, uh, the reformers were hard to find, so I went for training on the main line. And the main line studios were not very happy to see a plus-size person come through to learn how to do Pilates. So I thought at that time, if I ever get to the place where I want to be, I'll have a Pilates studio, and it'll be welcome to people of all sizes and all ages. Back then, Pilates studios were designed for young athletes. Yeah. So, Flexibility. And yes. All, yeah, to get the maximum performance out of people's bodies, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, can you, for, for someone like me who is not really familiar with everything, and you said the reformers... Um, is that a term in Pilates, uh, or is that something that you've coined for the studio? No, no. Okay. It, it's a piece of equipment, Okay. and you can do mat Pilates, and that's done on the floor with the mat, or you can do Pilates on the reformer or the apparatus. Oh, okay. They have a reformer, a tower, a chair, and things like that, okay. where the apparatus really helps you. And I find that... Uh, Pilates on the Reformer was designed as a rehab for um, professional dancers. Oh, okay. So that it's an odd thing. Rehab, which means yeah. that it's really good for your joints and rehab, and yeah. then for professional dancers, they're athletes. So um, that's what a, a Reformer is. Okay. Um, then I, after that, I continued with yoga and continued with Pilates, but it was, I bought a reformer and took it to the house, and then Ken and I started doing the reformer. And then um, I became a behavior specialist and a counselor, so I worked with, once again, special needs kids and their families with a focus on um, uh, children who had Asperger's and who had behavior problems and autistic children. And then... um, I uh, burn out. Yeah. The insurance won't let you do what you need to do. And I just couldn't take it anymore. And then, um, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So Ken and I then started, this was during the economic downturn. Yeah. Just as the economic downturn started and we started up business. Yeah. <laughs> like 207, we started looking and uh, decided to open it. What the hell? Yeah. We live once. <laughs> right. Let's open a studio. So it's sure. July of 2008, we opened the studio. Wow. At that point, we had um, six beds, was it? And six two reformers. Of them, two, six four reform. of them were down there, and two of them were right where we are here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have 13 beds, six different kinds. Wow. One of those one of those reformer beds is 25 years old, is it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Get the most out of it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you guys just celebrated your 10-year anniversary, yeah, which is uh, amazing, especially, uh, you know, given the turnover, as we discussed, you know, before we started, um, you know, Main Street, you know, we're, we're all excited about what the, the potential that's there, um, but the fact that you guys started, and I know there are a number of other businesses that have similar stories, the ones that are still here, started at times where you would say, you're crazy, why are you picking now? <laughs> and you guys are the ones that have kind of been through the whole thing and you know 
hopefully we'll be able to watch as it builds around you and you guys will be the the, the anchor the cornerstone literally because mm-hmm. we're right at the corner here um so that's really cool that, that you guys have powered through uh for those 10 years it was back then it was the main street was like a ghost town sure yeah. anna marie's was here for i think the french quarter bistro Open, was open okay. or maybe I, I'm a little vague on that yeah. um, and Main Street the Main Street uh, cafe had there were two other people in there before that so the, the businesses that did come there was a quick turnover right. yeah there's just there was no consistency. Yeah so and there was could no establish a, a routine of going to the specific businesses no yeah. traffic. Because we, we stand up to teach a class, and we're looking at the street the whole right. time. And there was hardly any traffic wow. on the main street, and the rent was very affordable. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a driving force. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. Um, we won't get into what the financial ramifications are now as it grows around you, but uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that, that that's a consideration as well. Um, so, Ken, why don't you tell me a little bit about your... Um, your introduction, as it were, to Pilates and, and deciding to come on board. Well, we had, um, as Diana said, when we got married, we had a, a bed in the basement, a really good one that she had bought. And she convinced me that I needed to, to work on it. So I started working with it. I twisted his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and that's part of Pilates, isn't it, right? <laughs> and, discovered, and discovered that it was it was really really good exercise um it wasn't for weight loss yeah but it was really good exercise i found myself in my daily life being able to make movements that i had not been able to make before that's good you know flexibility flexibility yeah. of all kinds yeah um and uh, uh so I, I with her encouragement i started learning more and more about you know what it was right that's how great. it worked yeah. and then how, what was the conversation like to uh, obviously, Diana, you had said that you would quit your job. Um, what was the conversation like of, hey, why don't we do this ourselves? Because I imagine that's, uh, that is a whole, not to, you know, pull back the, you know, the pillow talk a little bit or whatever. Like, you know, those, those like, you're staring at the ceiling like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do right now? Pretty much. You know, but like, the, how, what are, are we really thinking this crazy idea? You know, like... It's pretty. It was pretty much a, in both financially and emotionally. It was pretty much a leap of faith. Yeah, I can you imagine. Know, are we going to? Are we going? What are we going to do? And how are we going to do it? Yeah. And um, um, it did work almost immediately. It worked out for us. It, wow. Almost immediately, yeah. it was it was a fulfilling in an emotional. Oh, that's huge. Which, you know, but for not financially, yeah. we gradually grew. Yeah. Um, what we found was is that we didn't need to advertise. That's crazy. That word of mouth from our members to their friends was our wow. best advertisement. Um, we do now do some advertising and work with Groupon and Living Social yeah. and so forth. But we find that the people who stay with us mostly are the people who brought in their friends. Right. And brought in their, their colleagues from work who brought in... You know, they're they're uh, people that they did sports with. Yeah. You know, the golfers and the tennis players and and so forth. I would imagine it's a pretty tight knit community uh, of those that practice Pilates, and you know, you're in a very as we we discussed earlier, you're, you're kind of in very compromising positions, and you're very vulnerable to be 
you know, people let their guard down, and you, you really, like, as you had said uh, before, you know, you kind of really get tight-knit. Like, you, it, it forces it a little bit in, in terms of uh, what, what you're practicing, I would imagine. Well, people, people who come here sometimes are really vulnerable. Hmm. They're in pain. Uh, or they've tried other things and it hasn't worked. And so they come here for 45 minutes a, a couple of times a week. Some people once a week, some people five days a week. And um, the community, the, the people start to care for one another and they stay. And Royer's Ford is that way anyway. Mm-hmm. And the people who come here, although we have a few outliers, I think, people who come from for, further away. Um, uh, Lansdale, we have somebody traveled a, a couple times a week. <laughs> from old stomach grounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, from Lansdale. Yeah, that's far. Uh, who, who drives here. Um, and she's been coming for eight years to drive that much. So it, it's if somebody's sick, oh, where are they? What's their address? And it's... Um, uh, the the people here are very nice. They, the, you never feel intimidated. It's one of the reasons we called it reality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great. That. Do you want to share a little bit about how you come? Obviously, that's one of the hardest things to do when you're coming up with a business is figure out the name that you like mm-hmm. and st- and that will stick. So you know, are there more more stories than just that that kind of yeah, help well, you the, come up with the, the name? The real story of coming up with a name started with a started with a. a uh, uh, a potential lawsuit. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> we were originally, um, what was it? Symmetry. Symmetry, yeah. And a one-person studio um, down in uh, the main line, down in Exxon, um, threatened to sue us through a lawyer. Oh man! <laughs> That's um, why we're doing Discover Springford, not Discover Exton. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody from Exton that may watch this, but I'm sure you will. We tried to we tried we're to talk to her to about the name and, and about you know we were different than, than what she was doing right. and so but all we heard from was the lawyer. Yeah. So we had to cast around to find a name, and at that point, rather than figure out what we wanted to be called, we had to figure out what we were. Right. And that's where um, more than one member came up with reality. That's really cool. We got the name from the members. That's cool. <laughs> I like that's really that. Cool. Yeah. I uh, I like that you said like we had to figure out who we were. Yeah. So I think that in and of itself, I think, is the ultimate marketing tool yeah. for yourself. Is that like if if people brand themselves a certain way, and then the experience that people have when they walk in the door doesn't match it, those are the businesses that don't succeed. Yeah. Um, because people they they go for like the catchy thing or the the thing that's like really you know out there and then people walk in and they're like well, this doesn't fit it doesn't then, fit so the fact that you said that you came up with the name based on who you were is huge I mean I, that's and then as we as we grew we decided that we we had been through some of those classes that that you that you need to go through for Pilates teaching yeah. and so forth and we did we discovered that that's not the kind of Pilates we were doing. Right. So we started training our own instructors. That's cool. And um, uh, showing them how to how we did Pilates. Yeah. So it's like a specialized, unique. Yeah, experience. it's a, it's, a, it's a different kind of Pilates. Yeah. It's not uh, other Pilates places use the equipment like it's a piece of gym equipment. Yeah. So they're going for speed. They're going for strength. They're going for you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, or extreme flexibility. Right. 
we were looking at it as a uh, as a functional tool to help people. Right. And so it was a different kind of Pilates that we had to uh, train our, our instructors on. I have to say, too, yeah. that most recently, um, Susan has really been uh, instrumental in helping us. Sh- philosophy changes along with the membership. And Susan brought with her some tools that were really wonderful in helping to understand how the body moves. And all she she comes from a really positive place. She sees people in a lot more pain than we do. And her ability to deal with that and and further the sense of community here. Uh, she has just a wonderful um an influence over the whole atmosphere when people walk through the door. That's really cool. I know. Yeah, that's and awesome. we kind of we kind of found each other. She has her own uh, serenity achieved, but but when she comes to work here, she is so much a part of the community here. We're going to let her in, even though she's from Phoenixville. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll bring a lot of positive energy from Phoenixville. Yeah. They, they got enough going on. They, they need to share the wealth yeah. a little bit. And I moved to Phoenixville before, before Boone. So. <laughs> That's right. So you're, you're, you're yeah. legit. Phoenixville was looking kind of sad when I moved there. Well, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been that long since it was that way. Everyone, no, really you know, everybody it? forgets how quickly. Five, seven you know. years ago. Yeah. Um, so let's turn, turn gears a little bit. Uh, uh, Susan, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your background and how you came in contact with Diana and Ken and got involved here. So I, too, have an education background. I used to teach preschool and was That's a That's my wife does, yeah. Yeah, um, which I, I think if you're a teacher, you find a way to keep teaching people, even if yeah. you're not an active teacher. Yeah. Um, and even my clientele, my uh, as a massage therapist, I tend to attract people to me that they want to know, okay, well, how did I get like this? And how do I not do it again? I, I, I always have clients that do that. And from talking to other massage therapists, that's kind of not normal. Right. Like most people, they just, okay, let me feel good and bye. Yeah, that's not too normal. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I tend to get the people that they want to know why they're like that and how they can keep it from happening again because I do a lot of corrective work. Um, and I got into Pilates from... I was part of a woman's group, like we were kind of networking with each other, and one of the women in the group was a Pilates instructor, and I was having issues with my back and my sacrum, and it was unstable. And she was like, oh, have you tried Pilates? Pilates will fix that. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of voodoo are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, I traded with her for a little while. So, you know, I did private Pilates classes with her, and she got massage for me, and Within three or four weeks, I had some stability where I'd never had it before, and wow. my back pain went away. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then after a couple months of that, our, her schedule changed because she had a young child at home, and I couldn't see her anymore, So, and I found Diana. And I really liked how welcoming it was here. Um, so friendly, and there was, like, no judgment. Because, like, most places you go and, you know, if you're not, you know, like, perfect little size eight, they're like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I you're say not they one were of us. real? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was um, 
you know, and then once Diana realized I was a massage therapist, she'd start picking my brain, like, oh, what muscle is this, Susan? And <laughs> <laughs> she was sizing you up for uh, <laughs> yeah. And then the massage therapist they had here retired, and Diana asked if I would take over her clientele here. Um, and I did, and that was a nice kind of feed in, and it you know helped my business out. And then, um, Diana and Ken, they as I said, they train some teachers, and she's like, you should really come to our teacher meetings, and um, I think you'd be good at this, and I was like, I don't have time for this, and she's like, but you'd be really, really good at this, you should do it, and you know, we're going to be going away, and we need some people that know what they're doing, that know the members, and so they talked me into this, and getting them out. I did. Um, you know, she kind of guilted me into it. Yeah, I really didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. <laughs> I have a full well, schedule. Well, one teacher to another. You should know. It's all, you're, you're always passing on your what the knowledge that you've gleaned and learned. You're yeah. trying to find the next student, you know. So, yeah. yeah. so they, they went away, and I had agreed to teach a few classes. And with my background in massage, so every class I would come in, and I'd be like, okay, you know, do you have any issues I need to know about? And, you know, and I would kind of keep everybody in mind, like, okay, this one can't do this, this one can't do this, this one needs this. So I approached the class a little differently than the other teachers because of my massage background. And my whole thing is, okay, I don't want to hurt anybody. Right. <laughs> and I want to help as many people as I can, but, again, I don't want to hurt anybody. Um, and the members really responded to that. So when Ken and Diana came back and I'd be in class, they'd, they kept bugging me, like, when are you, are you going to teach classes now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so a few months went by, and um, they talked me into creating two classes that are very specific. So instead of just being a general class, I teach classes that are for people in pain. Okay. So, you know, I teach a knee class for people that have knee issues and then a low back class for people with low back issues. And yeah, That's cool. So it's even more specialized than, yeah. than the, the standard thing yeah. that we're doing, which is already specialized, as you said, because yeah. it's more, you know, Diana and Ken's version of Pilates or the reality Pilates reformers version. I should yeah. Say. yeah. People thought that for a while that this was a reality company. <laughs> Can I say that? I'm uh, yes. that too? And, <laughs> I was like, is that a real set-off? Real set-off? <laughs> I mean, that's my, I see the word realty <laughs> everywhere because I work in real estate. So. And then there's an accounting sign. Above. Above. Right? And so people thought we were an accounting office. And then lastly, there was a church. There is a there was a church next door. Oh, was it? So people thought for Reformer, it was a reform reality, <laughs> Pilates Reformer, that we were a church <laughs> that was reformed. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll clear the air right now. It's a Pilates, Pilates studio. Okay. I was like, Pilates Reformer Realty. I wonder if they're looking for agents. Right in Rogersburg. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. The, the church I really yeah. liked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I do hear a lot of, oh, God. I'm <laughs> 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 having spiritual experiences, oh, but a different kind of I'm praying that this is over. <laughs> Couple of minutes, I'm sure a lot of oaths are being taken too. It's like, if I can get through this, God, if I can get through this position, I'm gonna, I swear. I'm going I'm to be a faithful member. I'm going to stick to my exercises. I'm not going to slack off. I promise. There's a whole other business for you.
Yeah.
things to yourself, and I'm more of an outgoing one. I want to connect with people, so this area has just been so Warriors Ford. thrilling. Warriors Ford has kept a lot of the small town for activities. Sure. Yeah. So, for instance, one of the things that I was surprised to see was wrestling is big in the, at the high school. Yeah. So when they're going to have a wrestling match at the high school, that afternoon, the whole wrestling team walks the street in a, big, really? in a big gaggle. Oh, and then it makes a big loop and goes up to the back up to the high school. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> it's it's a way of telling the whole town we're about to have a wrestling match. Oh wow, I didn't know those, that. Those are little town activities that you just don't see. Right. I I think some small towns are not necessarily communities. Yes. And because of the, I think part of it is the geography of it. It is a small town. Yeah that's developed as a history of a wonderful sense of community. And and I just, I think it's really almost impossible to find that in many places left. Right. There's no, I don't see a lot of conflict here. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, if you look at the issues... You need to look that, at the, uh, the, you know you're from Warriors Ford Facebook group then. There's plenty of conflict in there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, Traffic. I, yeah, I'm sure there's there's a lot of uh, Traffic issues. the characters in this area are amazing. That's one of the things I love about like the people that you meet and the there's everyone is so funny. Like their their outlook on life is just I don't know. It just makes me smile when I go into those like local groups on Facebook and you see the people and their 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 sarcasm and their yeah. their sense of humor and all this stuff. I'm just like this is just so funny. But yeah, I mean I totally agree with you. The, it's interwoven in the history of the of the town is the community aspect of it, um, and that's that's been my experience in, in talking to people as I've done this show, and just feeling just so accepted and welcomed as a, a transplant, you know, for lack of a better term, that's that's the term that's used for non-true Rofo uh, residents. Um, but I hope I'm, I'm shaking off that that moniker and, and becoming a local. That's the goal. Um, so for the layman like myself. Um, I think it would be, uh, I would be remiss to not include some information about Pilates and, you know, kind of how, um, how it differs from other, uh, practices okay. and, uh, just telling people a little bit about what you actually do here. Uh, cause I think that would, you know, for there, I'm sure there's a number of people that are going to be watching this that aren't really familiar or they're, you know, like Nancy, when when he said you should try it and you were like eh, I don't know if that's for me like there's probably a lot of that I would imagine a trepidation I, or, or hesitancy to get I, involved I think Pilates starts out with an understanding of core mm. yeah and so core has to do with anything but the limbs right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, you use your limbs to strengthen your core and then I think it, it really um, divides sharply after that. Uh, there's Matt Pilates. There is Pilates on the Reformer or Apparatus. Okay. And then it, there are all kinds of philosophies that exist within the Pilates community. But I think a, a thing for people who do apparatus is movement is medicine. Okay. So that you use your joints in a way that helps strengthen and stabilize your core and your joints. And it's about <clears throat> muscle memory, 
and it's about um, neuroplasticity. uh, So much is involved. So when you say Pilates, it now has evolved. In I mean, many we have a woman who is a physical therapist from California who's coming in to study Pilates as her method of providing physical therapy because you can't just treat a foot. Right. And what, what's interesting about that is that that's the way Pilates started. Yeah. Pilates started in the late 30s, early 40s. It's very old as a physical therapy. Oh, okay. And now it's going right, right back to a lot of people being there. And she believes that you have to look at the whole body and see how functional your movements are. And even with a recent injury or a problem, and let's see what we need to do on the reformer or with Pilates or other apparatus to help correct that as best we can so you don't keep re-injuring yourself. Because I I know just from my own personal injuries, whether it be an ankle or a knee or something, your body tries to compensate and then it throws the rest of your body completely because it's carrying the weight or whatever that that, that injured limb or or joint is is not able to bear. So yeah, I mean, if you just focus on repairing that one joint that's messed up and you don't focus on the rest... Well, and our body compensates, but then once your injury heals, your body doesn't uncompensate. Your body continues that pattern until you teach it otherwise. So what's really nice about Pilates is every movement that you do, you're working not only one muscle, but then you're working the opposing muscle. So everything goes into balance. And the advantage of us using the reformers is every movement that we do can be made easier or it can be made more challenging and no matter what issue you have there's a tweak that can be accommodated to make that movement doable for you that's really good yeah but you know we talked earlier about specialization but even specializing the exercise for the individual yeah you had mentioned that you know with your hip and stuff like the key is it's non-weight bearing yeah like, you know, you can go and bicycling and golfing and all that, but they're all weight-bearing. Yeah. Where this is exercising my hip, but not it's not weight-bearing and getting resistance and building up the muscles that need to be built up. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. In a class, we can have a semi-professional um, baseball player who wants to <clears throat> protect his shoulder because he likes to pitch. Yeah. And then we have a person who has MS with a brace. And they can be in the same class. Oh, wow. And they can both be doing things that are going to help them. So that it, it can be individualized within a class. That's really cool. That, so you don't feel the competition thing is not there. Mm. The person who has MS might have tremendous range of motion and flexibility but needs strength right so the baseball player ha- might have tremendous strength but no flexibility oh, okay. and so working with the joints you can accomplish both wow. it's resistance training yeah. that is really a key piece I think of what we do here 
that it's so safe. So yeah. I'm sorry, I get on a soapbox. No, it's about great. That's, that's what this is for. Yeah, <laughs> that, awesome. That's great. And, and if you're, you're teaching work. me, because uh, yeah. and I feel I got a little like ooh when you were talking about it because <laughs> I was feeling the teacher vibes because I I love to learn like that is like I am a sponge and I. If I learn everything about something, then I want to find the next thing to learn everything about. I, you know, I often talk about how I get stuck in the Wikipedia vortex, which is not – I know Wikipedia is not always the most accurate information, but I read about something and then something in that article hyperlinks to something else that sounds interesting and I read that and then I've spent an hour reading about stuff that – my wife's like, how does that help your life? And I'm like, well, well, well it's just my brain. <laughs> it's like, my brain is getting bigger. Yeah. So is my head. That's, that's, oh, my head that's, 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 that's kid. Yeah. You never so, tool to learn. Right. So, something new. And, yeah. you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. So I'm trying to exercise my brain on top of everything else. Uh, well, and the other it? thing that you had touched on a little bit is while it's so individual, most exercise classes you go to, you're seeing everybody doing things and you're trying to keep up with everybody right. else. And this, because you're kind of laying on your back for a good part of the class, you can't see what everybody else is oh, doing. That's good. So you, it's a whole lot easier to focus on what you're doing. And okay, can I do more than I did the last time I was here? Did my did this get easier? Did I get more flexible? And it, that's kind of nice. Like you can see what you know people right. on either side, but really you're focused on what you're doing. You're not. You can do a lot of it with your it. eyes closed. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and, and a lot of my classes are are the are more active people. Or my classes run a little harder than, yeah. than a lot of the classes. But I have a I have a saying that they hear at least once in every class. Slow is better than fast. Yeah, and that's opposite of what you learn in a gym. It's opposite of what you learn in in running and almost every right. bicycling and almost anything else. The slower you move, the more concentration you have to put in to making that move and the more you feel the muscles move oh, so we really concentrate on that yeah i would imagine that holding that you know making it slower builds the resistance yeah. and, and all of that you know because in both directions you right. feel the resistance yeah. anybody can throw their arm up real fast but if you actually have to like hold it there and move really slow it actually it takes more it takes more strength and, and flexibility to be well, able you, to you, do it slowly. Anybody and you exercise more of the muscle. Yeah. Where if you're moving really fast, you're only really isolating the belly of the muscle. Yeah. Where when you go slow, you're going to work that it's muscle from way, end to end, yeah. all the way to the tendon. Yeah, I want people to. I want people to work the ends of the muscle, not the heart. Right. And so I, instead of this, I want them to work this. Yeah. I uh, I, I think that the the sense of community that we have here which is exceptional, and it's an overused term, yeah. but it, it truly is exceptional here. A lot of it is because for 45 minutes when you're taking a class and listening to one of us drone on, <laughs> you're not thinking of what do I need to do when I get home. I can't believe that he said that to me. I hate my job. All you're focused on is internal stuff. When you focus on internal stuff for 45 minutes and you focus on your breathing and I'm going to make, I'm going to have some, movement is joy. I want to have my body feel some joy in being able to move this way. Then when you're finished with that class, it is, it's a high. Yeah. And then when you turn and you look at other people around you 
and you've all had this great experience of just focusing on yourself for 45 minutes, it's like, okay. Yeah. And then there is something that happens when they come together next time. Right. I have a similar experience. It's not with Pilates, but I... I often talk about it from a theater perspective because I, I do a lot of theater and you know you don't necessarily become best friends with every single person you're in a show with but if you do another show with that person later all you like the camaraderie that is already established because you did that previous thing with them then you're like best friends even though, <laughs> even though during that show you may not have really been best friends yeah the next time around there's like this like oh like you are like I know you we had this intimate connection <laughs> doing theater it's kind of you know that I, I I have had a similar experience in that regard uh, but like yeah like you said it's like um, when you're focusing on you know inward repair or, or, or just concentrating on yourself and then at the end like you're ready to give to others you're ready to like share and, yeah. and stuff because you yeah. you worked on you for a while I think that's yeah. a, that applies across the board I think um, and probably why so many people are hurting now is because they are they allow themselves to be emptied and burn out and then they are bitter and then they're you know they snap at people that are always demanding from them and all that kind of stuff but when you take the time to really focus on you know yourself not in a selfish way but in a necessary way yeah uh, then you actually are more eager to give of yourself and, and to, to give to oh, others yeah. and stuff so that's really cool that it has that additional benefit to it as outside of just the physical you know uh, the ana- anatomical benefit you know like of the actual arms legs yeah. core there's the the intangible benefit of your psyche and, and all of those things that yeah it's almost meditative right yeah almost yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot of laughter that happens <laughs> that's good I can't that believe is medicine. I can't believe you're asking us to do this <laughs> <laughs> I have an exercise I do that, that, the, that the class called named and called it the cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the cockroach because nobody liked it. Uh, I was going to say, is it filled with Dallas Cowboy fans or something? No, like that? no it was, nobody liked it, so they, they selected a name for it called it the cockroach. Now, has it made, the fact that it's named the cockroach, has it made it more adorable? Endurable, <laughs> is that the word? Have they been enduring? Have they put up with it now yeah, because it has a, a pet name now, to yeah. it? They still don't like it. <laughs> At least they could like they could commiserate together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not the cockroach. <laughs> Every time you do that, you should put uh, La Cucaracha on <laughs> in the background, and maybe that'll make make people smile a little bit while they're doing it. So, Nancy, uh, as someone who started six months ago, yes. you know, as we've been talking about the effects and all that stuff, have you personally noticed a difference from six months ago to oh, where definitely. you are now in terms of your well, hip and your strength overall? Um, in the class, Diana has this, I think it's in, um, isn't it in the the uh, straps? In the straps, she had me go like this. Well, the first class, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I don't think I can do that. But the very second class... Really? In one class? That's yeah. incredible. That was amazing. Yeah. And that just has gotten so much better ever since. Oh, that's I just incredible. really A lot of the um, people who report back to me tell me that they find that 
they feel they'll, they'll be doing something in their ordinary life. They'll reach down, they'll they'll bend down, they'll reach up, do something different, something in their ordinary life, and find themselves doing it better, or doing it without pain, right. or or doing it quickly. You know that they that they didn't do before. So it shows up in their everyday life. It shows yeah, up in your everyday practical. movement. Yeah. That's great. I'm, Go ahead. I, I do ballroom dancing, and people at the ballroom have noticed that I don't limp as much as I used to. Oh, I mean, cool. it's, it's still a little bit there, but they go, wow, we can actually see you doing so much better when you're dancing, and I have so much less pain recently. I just, It's just amazing how it, it has made me feel like, a, wow, I can really do this and not have the pain that I've always felt. Yeah. And walking up the steps, I can actually walk up steps and not have to limp up the steps like I used to. It is just perfect. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know, like I said, people find people find the results in their everyday life and yeah. in their everyday things, walking up steps. Well, the, the mu- when you're in a lot of pain, the muscles have that memory long after the pain is gone. Right. So the muscles say, protect the hip. Tighten up, protect the hip. And after a class, sometimes you do, because it's non-weight bearing and it's from the joints, you're able to move, like Nancy moving her legs like this, you know. At first, her muscles say, no, 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 tighten up, and everything goes like this. But after a few repetitions, this they saw that it was not going to hurt the hip. Yeah. And then, Safe. so you now have a new muscle memory. I can do this. And for some people, it is that dramatic. Mm-hmm. It's the second class. All of a sudden, yeah. like the muscles have this, have agreed that I'm going to have. It's like people playing the piano. After a while, your fingers just know from muscle memory where to go. Right. Here, <laughs> you're learning to move a leg with a new muscle memory. That's really cool. Is that why they call it the reformer? Because you're actually reforming. Maybe. What the? Uh, I never thought about. Are? Oh, good. I was yeah. Like, this is probably going to sound so stupid, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, duh." <laughs> I thought the response was <laughs> no. going to be, "Oh, oh no, hey. no." <laughs> I'm contributing something. No, maybe we have. Maybe we just better start a church. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the whole time she thought you were talking about it, I'm thinking like, so it's like rebooting <laughs> the muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, yes. And then I was like, "Whoa, rebooting, reforming." Oh, okay, <laughs> it makes sense. So. Starting yeah. new. Yeah, right. That's yeah. great. I mean, it, it's it's almost like, you know, it's what your muscles have needed, and they just haven't had the permission to go back to n- neutral or, you know, yeah. go back to center. Uh, they just haven't, you know, they, they, they the brain has to tell them to do that and, and to focus and, and center yourself on these exercises seems to really have that benefit. Yeah, yes. just like the that compensation patterns. Yeah. Like, you know, we learn to compensate by, oh, if I do this, it hurts. So if I tighten this up, then I can do this. And, you know, the joint stays safe. So, and then once there's an ability, you then have to retrain. Like, okay, it's safe to move in a normal, healthy way. But maybe weight-bearing, you can't do that. And then you do it without the weight, and your body then learns. Yeah, that's really cool. So I've learned a lot about what you guys do here. I've learned that not only is it not a real estate office, <laughs> it's not a church. And I've learned a lot about Pilates from people who obviously love to teach it. Um, I can just feel it. I mean, just being in here, I'm glad that we ended up doing you know, the four of you because I'm feeling it from different perspectives, from people who have 
been in it forever, people who are coming to it new, people who are teaching, people who are, you know, just it's just really cool. So thank you for, for including everybody because it was really beneficial to me to really get the sense of what you guys are doing here. Uh, the sense of community, for lack of a better term. Yeah. <laughs> We've been throwing that word around a lot. Yeah. Um, but as we wrap up, uh, Diana or Ken or whoever, um, why don't you let people know how they can get information about reality, um, your social media links, your website, all that kind of stuff. It's just um, Reality Pilates Reformer on Facebook, and it's the same, our website, www.realitypilatesreformer.com. So it was easy to get the name on uh, the <laughs> website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wasn't it wasn't symmetry. It was good. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's another consideration when people are picking a name is you're like, can I get the domain name? For oh, yeah. It? You know, oh, yeah. There are so many millions out there. So, yep. Um, well, that's great. So the best way to, for people to reach out to you would be through the Facebook page, or do you have a... They can call. Uh, I have the numbers, numbers listed. The yep. And we'll have all that information below uh, the video when we, when we and on our website for people okay. to, to contact you if, uh, if anything in the episode uh, spoke to them and, and made them want to come out. Make sure you mention that you heard about Reality Pilates Reformer on Discover Spring Fort and let Diana and Ken and the folks here know um, that that's what brought you in. And uh, Diana... Ken, Susan, Nancy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank I you. hope you got uh, as much enjoyment out of this conversation as I did, because I certainly did. I did. And yeah. uh, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have for today on Discover Springford. I want to thank you for watching, and I want to thank Diana, Ken, Susan, and Nancy for giving me their time today. Please visit the links below the video to check out Reality Pilates Reformer for yourself. I wish them another 10 successful years right here in Royersford Borough. If you like Discover Springford and want to support the work that we're doing, you can do that in one of three ways. You can make a one-time contribution through PayPal by visiting paypal.me slash discoverspringford. If you'd like to be a monthly supporter, you can start out with as little as $1 by visiting patreon.com slash discoverspringford. You can also buy one of our t-shirts at our website by visiting discoverspringford.com. Thanks a lot for watching, and we will see you next time. But until then, get out there and discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. <laughs>